So this week's episode of The Scruffy Stuff is a hypothetical one, although I really wish it wasn't, because it involves us having $50 million in our pocket, which uh, for some downtown developers is pocket change. For me, it'd be life-changing, but I'm not going to talk about how I would change my life today. We're going to talk about how we would change Knoxville, downtown Knoxville specifically. This episode is all about what we would do with that $50 million, and we're going to explore this a couple different ways. One, what would be our single biggest purchase? If we had $50 million, what is one thing we would spend that $50 million on? And also, we're going to break it down a little bit. Take that $50 million, split it up, and decide how we think we can make the biggest impact on the city with that Monopoly money. Feels good to be hypothetically rich. Yeah, it's probably the closest we'll ever get, Brenna, <laughs> to be honest. So um, let's make the most of this episode. Let's really relish this moment. I'm Ryan Willis, downtown reporter at Knox News. And I'm Brenna McDermott, growth and development editor at Knox News. And this is The Scruffy Stuff, a podcast about all the news happening in and around downtown Knoxville, brought to you by KnoxNews.com, where you can find everything we discuss here on the show and a whole lot more. Knox News relies on support from readers and listeners to provide you compelling stories from Knoxville and across East Tennessee. Subscribers get an all-access pass to all of our premium, exclusive content. And to become a subscriber, it's easy. Just visit knoxnews.com slash subscribe to see our latest offer and sign up today. So $50 million is a big amount of money. So let's talk about our big purchase and what we would spend that money on. I would like to maybe focus, you know, like I said, up first on the, on, the, on the single thing that is roughly priced $50 million. We did a little bit of research here um, and decide what it is that we would spend that money on. I, I, I think we have different ideas. I'd like to hear yours first, Brenna. You got that $50 in your pocket, $50 million in your pocket. What are you doing with it? Okay, I have a couple, so maybe I can do one and then you can do one. Okay. Um, This is not only a good thing for downtown Knoxville, it's a public service for all of our eyeballs, which is I would tear down Prior Brown Garage. Mm. This building, while it has historic significance, it's literally crumbling around our eyes. It's potentially a, a danger to... The area, people walking by, I mean, it's crumbling. It's time for that block to have a new life, a new journey as something else. I probably wouldn't have the funds to make it that something else, but I would be willing to knock the whole thing down, clear it away, and let someone else start over. I'll even gift them the property. You know, oh. I'm, I'm taking nothing in return, just knocking that baby down. I'm really doing a favor to everyone. <laughs> yeah. I mean... It, it, feels like a calling a little bit yeah i uh i like that mine is um i'm kind of cheating because i think what i want to do is going to cost more than 50 million dollars so i'm going to say i'm going to use my 50 50 million dollars towards a local batch for a grant um to do something about henley street and i have a specific idea in mind um not an uh, orion original this is something that was uh, pitched years ago as an alternative to what is become an interstate essentially that runs through our downtown and it's quite simple and you can look at places uh and this is a controversial one to look at and this was done on a much larger scale um but they did this in boston where they bury the street essentially so imagine coming off the interstate uh and going just underground a little bit and popping back up before you get to the henley street bridge um what happens above that 
pedestrian friendliness, a plaza. Imagine a market square almost, perhaps lined with shops. Um, I'm not saying, you know, the $50 million certainly won't build all those buildings, but just to get the infrastructure where it needs to be, because that is one of those areas in downtown Knoxville that, one, it's the opposite of pedestrian friendly right now. You were crossing an interstate to get to World's Fair Park, a awesome amenity for our downtown, but also an amenity that is uh, kind of separate from downtown because of Henley Street. So if they could do something with, or sorry, if I could do something with my $50 million, uh, it would be to create that plaza that 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 big vision that was made i guess back in the early 2000s might have been the 90s but um to to bring new life to that side of town especially as that side of town is starting to grow with the tribute apartments uh well the tributes like an apartment condo hotel all mixed in one airbnb as well um and with what's coming next door church and henley you have the maker exchange renovation across the street which um i would have to check with them to see how that's doing but i don't hear people talking about going there that often um, and I imagine that accessibility is part uh, of the reason why. So that would be my $50 million idea, uh, which would probably be much higher. But um, we limited I, ourselves to 50, so that's what I'm going to go with. I love the idea. I think as we've realized, there are physical barriers that are keeping Knoxville from downtown Knoxville from growing. Um, Henley Street is certainly one of them. It's hard to get across um, it doesn't feel the safest for pedestrians. Um, James White Parkway is another example. You know, the railroad tracks. Um, the list goes on and on. So anything we could do to change that, make the city feel more connected, I think would be a really great thing. I'm going to share my other one as well and different than my last idea. So imagine Neyland Drive. Now imagine Neyland Drive goes underground. <laughs> so same idea, different location, two places that need it because we've talked about the riverfront barriers in Knoxville and how the places that are available to um, that have land that could potentially be of a more public use one day. There's a lot of industrial uses on the south side of the river. We're seeing some apartments um, coming soon to uh, Sutry Landing Park and some across the river um, as well that are in the works. But um, on the downtown side of the river, the South Knoxville waterfront is great, but our downtown is on the water too. And I would love for the downtown to feel, you know, like it's part of, you know, that the Tennessee river actually runs through it. You feel like you just drive over the river. The only time you experience it is when you go over the bridge, but imagine the same sort of thing where you, where that road goes underground, you come off of, uh, you know, you had that whole interchange there with James White Parkway up to Cumberland. It wouldn't go that far. Um, but just, you know, given some land and some space, uh, for pedestrians and for um, shops to pop up along the riverfront um, to create a riverfront district, which, by the way, is something that I've looked at before. You should, uh, shameless plug here, head on over to knoxnews.com and read all about um, what it would take for us to have a riverfront district. But I think this is a big, bold idea that, again, would probably cost more than $50 million, but similar to Henley Street, could have a big impact uh, for what also feels like a highway through our downtown. I think you're thinking along the lines of a lot of leaders in and around downtown Knoxville right now. We've got a lot of time, money, and energy that's going to be poured into how do we connect our communities through trails and through more sidewalks and through more accessibility. Uh, KCDC is applying for a grant called Connecting Communities, but essentially it's to build a trail network from East Knoxville to downtown to South Knoxville. So I really feel there's a lot of energy going in that direction. And as a, a millionaire, Ryan, I'm sure that 
they would want to hear from you and i can't even get it out in a full sense i know i'll never be i'll never quite be there um but yeah and and i think when it comes to this grant um i'm not exactly sure where they are in the process but i think knoxville makes a great case for it because um we are a city that is and we said this a million times before we are very condensed like our neighborhoods are very close together yet they feel separated so doing this i mean it's you know of course it's going to be expensive but connecting to east knoxville to south knoxville really isn't that far if you're thinking about you know the the more urban parts of those neighborhoods and so i think there's a case to be made for um that grant being approved and for us to get those trails and also while we're at it let's build some pedestrian plazas on top of these highways that are in our downtown Ryan, my other big idea, and I've talked about this before, I'm going to keep beating this drum. I would really love to see Market Square expand across Union Avenue into Crouch Park. Make that all one big pedestrian area. Union Avenue, you can't drive through anymore. I think Market Square has so much potential that it hasn't quite achieved yet. And some of my smaller ideas are around Market Square too, but I I would just love to see that area expand. When you bring someone on to Market Square for the first time, they're always impressed. You know, they think it's precious or amazing, whatever adjective they use to describe, but there's a lot of potential there. I agree, but there's one problem you're not thinking about. It's the market rectangle, and that doesn't sound nowhere near as good. Um, So uh, (laughs) Market Square too. Uh, market square squared, we can call Ooh, it. Ooh, yeah. Um, but no, I like that idea. Yeah, and well, it sounds like you and I too, even though our ideas are very different, are very pedestrian uh, mm-hmm. focused, which um, you know is something that cities all across the country are saying is that you know uh, we're moving towards electric vehicles and we're moving towards bikes and multimodal, you know, in between types of transportation. Um, I, you know, we've seen those scooters come here and the e-bikes come here. And we've heard people say, you know, get out and walk and, you know, go out and ride your bike from place to place. But we're still a vehicle driven, huh, driven uh, city. And uh, it doesn't have to be if the infrastructure is in place. And that's what's missing. We have the tools, we have the electric buses, and we have the bikes and we have the scooters. But we just don't have the appropriate places to use them, perhaps, um, which I think both of our uh now $150 million worth, $200 million worth of ideas uh, could potentially address. Yeah, and think about all the apartments that are going to be built in downtown over the next few years. You know, you've got the, the Vintage Cal, you've got Caledonia Pass, you've got many, many others. There's There are people that are going to move into those apartments, and those people probably have dogs because Knoxville is a very dog-friendly city. Those people need places green space to go take their dogs or their kids or their families go take a blanket and lay down and read a book or whatever uh, so we, we just need more green space to be prepared to make sure the quality of life's up to standard when all those people move in so now 50 million dollars you can break it down however you want you know spend 10 million on this 40 on this or if you want to spend 5 million on 10 different things here's what i'm thinking and, you know, I don't have exact price tags. As we all know, the construction market is crazy right now. I'm going to say, um, you know, I mentioned uh, Neyland Drive as, you know, being 
potentially buried underground my big $50 million idea. If you can't do that, how about part of that $50 million going towards some upgrades uh, to the infrastructure over at Volunteer Landing Park um, between Neyland Drive and the Tennessee River? Um, I've always said that that has the potential. And I think a big problem, and we've talked about this on the podcast before too, is that if you're downtown and you try to explain to somebody, how do you get down to the river? Um, good luck trying to explain it. Go two blocks this way, three blocks this way, walk down a hill, take a bridge across, go down. I mean, it's just, it, it's it's not easily accessible. But if you had something down there that would maybe entice people to figure out how to get down to the river, perhaps it's, you know, turning that what looks like a sort of a high school sports concessions stand there and let that be a, a pop-up coffee shop and invest Ooh. in some tables and chairs uh, that can be spread around some of those um, that raised platform area or down close to the water where people can take their coffee. Not saying, you know, I'd open up the business. I'd at least just get it to the point where somebody could open up a business and encourage, you know, uh, maybe building out some more space. As much as we love the uh, splash pads over there, I hardly ever see those things get used. So maybe take some of that space away and make that to where you can, you know, have a, I don't know what it would be. Maybe, a, you know, I, maybe a, a pop-up uh, food trucks. If you can get food trucks down there onto the riverfront, something that entices people. I can almost see the Knox News headline right now. Millionaire destroys splash pads. Yeah. There's there's other ones. <laughs> there's other ones. Um, so uh, at least I'm not tearing down Fort Kidd. Now, that would be a headline. <laughs> um, That'd be the last thing you ever did in this town, Ryan. The uh, And with that, I'm going to say, uh, kind of related, is part of my money would go towards better signs around downtown. Obviously, um, if you're a longtime listener of the Scruffy Stuff and idea, I'm kind of borrowing from Brenna because this is something she's talked about on episodes before. But yeah, you can't explain how to get down to the riverfront. But what if there was? I don't know what it looks like. I, you know, I'm not. I'm not the artist. I'm just funding this project. Some better signs illuminated, not little uh, brown maroon signs on a pole that just say downtown on them. I'm talking something bigger, something that lights up, something that you know gets people, you know, pulls people towards it. Um, you know, some of the signs that we have, like, you know, museum this way, theater district this way, you can't see them until you write up on it. I want something that screams, well, I guess the theater district is different because you do have the Tennessee Theater Marquee and you can see that. But I want to be close to the river and see a big, you know, river sign with LED lights on it and something that tells me, hey, we're in a river town. Because we are. I don't think we think about it that often. We are a river town. We do not think about it. We take it for granted, absolutely. And um, if you'll head over to knoxnews.com, if you're interested in learning more about the University of Tennessee and TVA are partnering to provide funds and resources to cities along the Tennessee River to encourage paddleboarding and kayaking, more walking trails along the river. So I think you're going to see more investment in that area in the next decade. Yeah, and as much as I love the walking trails, and this is kind of getting off a, a little bit, um, but you know, I, I think there needs to be more than just exercise opportunities on that river. There, there a district. I want to go down to the river and hang out the full day and not have to walk. I don't want to have to walk <laughs> if I don't want to. I love walking and biking down there on Volunteer Landing, but I would love to sit and have a beer on that river. Yeah, for um, sure. And the closest you can get to it, I guess, is Print Shop. Related to my signs, sorry, I'm, I'm wrapping up on my fifty million dollars here. Um, is going to be better lighting around downtown, specifically lighting underneath bridges. If you're going to ask people to park under bridges, which um, is happening, uh, Marble City Market you know, has its challenges, and one of those is parking. And the best parking is I-40 underneath the bridge, probably. 
But I'm not talking just about lighting it up underneath there, which needs to be done regardless. I'm talking about something cool, like, you know, colored lights, something that, um, you know, flashes, like a light insta- art installation, something that beautifies uh, what is arguably the ugliest thing you can have in a city, but beneath the bridge. Nothing about being beneath a bridge is attractive, and it's my responsibility as a millionaire to put some lights underneath that bridge, to put some lights underneath uh, the James White Parkway overpass by Barley's and in the Old City, and then to wrap things up, speaking of Barley's and the Old City, makes me think of the Old City Stadium, and you can head over to Knox News, too, to read about, or just go back and listen to the Scruffy Stuff podcast from a couple weeks ago about downtown durham and our visit there and what the parking situation looks like in durham around its downtown multi-use stadium in knoxville there is not a plan for parking so the biggest chunk of my or sorry there's not a plan for additional parking so the biggest chunk of my 50 million dollars would have to go towards a parking structure that could accommodate the stadium or perhaps accommodate both the stadium and the food hall something right in the middle um the uh I love the idea and the people in Durham, you know, kind of echoed what I'm about to say, or I guess I'm echoing them. Uh, They said, you know, great. You want people to walk past businesses and go in there and drink beers on the way to the game and have snacks afterwards. Fantastic. But some people just aren't going to do that no matter what you do. So give people the option to park and leave if they want to make it a small parking deck for only the people that really want to get in and get out and, you know, maybe charge it at a higher price, right? For people that, you know, if you, if you want to be able to leave and get in and out early, pay the price and let people that want to walk and get their beers park at the free parking garages around town. So, I think you're going to need a matching grant from Randy Boyd on that one. I'm right? going to need, yeah, I definitely am not staying within budget, but who is these days? <laughs> so, Well, you and I are thinking along some of the same lines. I would split up my money thusly. Uh, some really outstanding, bright, beautiful welcome to downtown Knoxville signs along the major entry points to downtown. Depending on where you're coming into downtown, you don't know where you're headed. You don't know you're coming into downtown Knoxville, Uh, especially if you're coming off the James White Parkway. There's no preamble. There's nothing to get you excited about a fun Friday night out. Um, Some really uh, beautiful signs I think would do a lot to help tourists feel welcome. One thing I've really loved the past couple of years, the Downtown Knoxville Alliance has done an outstanding job of decorating the Market Square trees at mm-hmm. Christmas time with the candy cane lighting. And Halloween. I was impressed with their Halloween this year. I think I would put some money into going like above and beyond with that idea. But there's a light show in the trees and it's year round and it changes seasonally with different colors or different patterns that's the kind of thing that brings families to downtown to say like we're gonna have dinner we're gonna get ice cream and we're gonna go get our photo taken with you know the new colors for the season i i love that idea and i just want to like ramp it up to 11 three things (laughs) related to your one comment that just made there but i have three things i want to mention one is uh, go back and listen to the Lunaverse episode. Uh, I know that's not exactly what you're saying, but um, uh, you know the the idea being that there needs to be some sort of you know big art piece in downtown. And you know we're getting the Cradle Country Music Park. Uh, s- supposedly it's still it's been a while um, since we've written about it and since we've gotten any updates. But you know a big a big moon sphere with a light show on it every night. Um, not in the center of downtown, but close enough. Second thing. What you're describing reminds me a lot of some of the light installations at Dollywood. That is exactly what I was thinking of. Yes. Um, And thirdly... 
we have one of the best lighting companies, uh, arguably in the world, in Bandit Lights, which is based here in Knoxville, owned by Michael Strickland, sort of a pioneer in, on the East Coast in the concert lighting world. Um, but it's not just concert lighting. They had this experience in theme parks at places like Dollywood and doing, you know, installations um, that aren't just for shows, but just, you know, um, ambiance. Um, and uh, I don't know. It'd be nice if you, part of that $50 million get him involved. Uh, he's also, you know, Neyland Stadium Light Show. That's also Bandit Lights. And so, um, yeah, lighting is something. And that applies to my bridge, too. You know, we need to get Strickland and Bandit Lights underneath I-40 and make something happen. And, you know, Ryan, as we were sitting down to record I had one final thought about how I would spend this 50 million dollars I think one of the best things about downtown Knoxville is the variety of businesses and the just the makeup of our community from the shops to the restaurants to the bars to the museums I think another great way to spend 50 mil would just be to walk into every storefront and hand them some cash buy some goods and see what those entrepreneurs did with that money. You're too sweet. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm going shopping. I'm oh yeah. Want true stuff. Um, and so I'm going to put, uh, I was gonna say, put you on the spot, but I have not thought about this at all either. So I'm going to put us on the spot and let's say you have that $50 million to spend in Knoxville selfishly. Uh, you know, I think even selfishly what I want, at least somebody else out there will want it. So it probably will help a few people. But what is just like your dream off the wall would never happen, but would you would like to see it in downtown Knoxville with $50 million? I, especially around this time of year, love the idea of going into the city and there's giant Christmas tree and Rockefeller Center, aka Market Square. There's, you know, lights everywhere there's a band playing christmas carols just like that that stereotype of you're going to the city to do your christmas shopping right well knoxville has a lot of great downtown shopping experiences but wouldn't it be great if there was just like a nordstrom dropped in the middle of downtown (laughs) okay (laughs) no (laughs) not for me but for you sure sounds great so you know just something to like really elevate downtown to you know, a, a Philadelphia or downtown New York so type Beyond vibe. Urban Outfitters. We need, we need right, to go, exactly. go up one more step. Beyond yeah. Urban Outfitters. You no, know, that Urban Outfitters space is gorgeous. That's one of the most beautiful stores I've ever been in. doesn't inside. get talked about enough. It does not. It is a very nice store. So there's um, an idea for you. Mine is going to be $50 million on a miniature cruise ship. Now imagine this. Because this will be great for everybody. Uh, Tennessee River doesn't get used enough. Okay, I'll think about this almost like a uh, a riverboat kind of uh, casino type thing, but it's also a a boat that goes out to the water. You can hop on. It sets sail every night. They get as many people on as you can. There's like a list, a bouncer at the door. You get on, and then there's just a couple floors of bars, a couple floors of intimate sort of live music venues, just a nightly business that sets sail and goes out to the water and you know provides you drinks and entertainment. I absolutely love it. And is there a casino portion? Because in this fantasy, gambling has been legalized in Tennessee. Yeah, I was going to say we have to work. We, you know, part of that will be bribing the politicians. Right, part of right. my fifty million dollars. So I um, love Ozark that style. Idea. Yeah. So <laughs> Ozark style. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. Well, that does it for the show. Uh, we would love to hear your ideas. 
And if you are a, uh, a millionaire and want to support some of these endeavors, uh, reach out to me on Instagram at Knox Scruff. Uh, also, if you're not a millionaire, we'd love to hear your ideas. You can reach me there or you can uh, post in the Urban Knoxville Facebook group. Yeah, Ryan, that's a free Facebook group that Knox News operates. Just go on to Facebook, search Urban Knoxville, answer a couple of quick questions, and we'll get you logged into the group and you can join the downtown Knoxville conversation. Yeah, I'll be sure to drop a link to that in the podcast description as well as a link for you to sign up uh, for the Urban Knoxville newsletter, which is a newsletter that comes out every Friday, gets you up to date with some of the latest news happening around town as well as some things happening over the upcoming weekend. So uh, as always, this podcast has been brought to you by KnoxNews.com. You want to support local journalism while we appreciate your support here on the Scruffy Stuff. Take it a step further by going to KnoxNews.com slash subscribe to see our latest offer and uh, sign up today. Uh, Also, holiday season uh, would make for a great present. You want to give somebody a subscription? Sounds like a fantastic idea. Now, uh, final thing. Before you close out of whatever platform you are listening on, make sure you hit that like or subscribe button. Leave us a review. Tell us what you love about the show, perhaps what you would like us to talk about next. Hope you're having fun so far this holiday season, and we'll be back again next week to talk about our downtown Knoxville superlatives, the best ofs and perhaps some of the worst ofs from 2022.